Welcome to Ride the Line, the greatest podcast in sports betting entertainment. My name is Tanner Curran. I'm a certified G and a bona fide stud, and you can't teach that. And there is no Grant Mitchell today because he's feeling under the weather, and you can't teach that, but we still got some picks from him today. Welcome to Ride the Line, the greatest podcast in sports betting entertainment. We're talking about Monday Night Football tonight, and we have a massive matchup between the New York Jets and the Buffalo Bills. It's September 11th, the anniversary of September 11th. This game is in New York. The NFL did an awesome job scheduling week one. There were some big-time games and some big-time upsets. We'll talk about that here in a minute and then get into some picks for a nice game. But before we get into that, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, people. It's not hard. We're on here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, giving you guys picks, plays, analysis, all that good stuff. On Mondays, we talk about the Monday night game. On Wednesdays, we talk about the Thursday night game, so you get that 24 hours in advance. And then Fridays, we talk about the Sunday slate. We might mix in a little college, so make sure you subscribe to the channel. We're going up. Thank you to everyone who has subscribed already and in the Ride the Line family. We had a great show for you guys today. Sadly, no Grant is here, but you know what? We'll get through it, and we'll keep powering through. All right, so let's take a look at the Sunday slate. Just talk about a few games here, a couple surprises. The first being Cleveland Browns beating the Cincinnati Bengals, absolutely blowing the Bengals off the field. I think Joe Burrow threw for under 100 yards in this game. I didn't watch this one because I saw the line movement, and I knew Cleveland was going to win the game based on that. Home division dogs in week one have been absolute money. Some games went in favor of the home division dogs this week. Some games didn't, but this one did. Uh, Cleveland absolutely dominated. Deshaun Watson threw for 154. Didn't look great, but the Browns ran the ball effective. Uh, they were very effective on the ground, and they ran the ball well. Nick Chubb, 106 rushing yards, so big day for him. Jacksonville survived Indianapolis. Big upset here, probably biggest of the weekend, I believe. Tampa Bay opened as a six-and-a-half-point underdog. They were down to four-and-a-half before the game. They ended up winning outright with Baker Mayfield, at quarterback. Nobody likes Baker Mayfield. I don't understand that. I think Baker Mayfield is a sensational quarterback considering what he can do under high pressure, right? We look back to last year with the Los Angeles Rams. I mean, he got there. I think he got to Rams, the Rams facility on like Tuesday, and he played on Thursday and found a way to win a game. So I think the Buccaneers are in better shape than people expect. That's a huge win for them to start the year, and that looks good for their win total as well. The New York or New Orleans Saints snuck by the Tennessee Titans. Saints did not look good. Um, the biggest surprise, one of the biggest surprises of the weekend, line movement favored the Pittsburgh Steelers. A lot of people were on Pittsburgh. And then the San Francisco 49ers absolutely blew them off the field 30-7. to 49ers dominated this football game in every single direction possible. Christian McCaffrey rushed for 152 yards. Um, I took his over rushing plus receiving. I believe I did that on this podcast. If I didn't, it was somewhere else. But I took him for over 90.5 rushing plus receiving, over 98.5 rushing plus receiving. Um, you know, multiple times there for two different lines. He absolutely crushed it just with his rushing yards. So that was big. Arizona Cardinals had a lot of pressure on Sam Howell. He didn't look great, um, but still they found a way to win. The Washington Commanders there, Baltimore dominated. Green Bay dominated Chicago. That was a little surprising there. Las Vegas won as a plus three and a half point underdog. Philadelphia snuck by New England. Patriots handed the game over on Tom Brady Day. So disrespectful by them. Um, you had the Miami Dolphins and the Los Angeles Chargers in a massive shootout. 70 points were scored there. Big upset. Rams beat the Seattle Seahawks 30-13. to Absolute domination there by the Rams. So surprising. Geno Smith looked horrendous. Matt Stafford threw for 334 yards. Obviously, there were storylines coming out about him not being able to connect with his teammates, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, it looked like he was connecting with them. 334 yards there. And then the Dallas Cowboys last night. This game, man, I live bet the New York Giants two times. I, I feel so stupid for doing that. I live bet them plus 10.5 and plus 18.5. And, and after you know a couple series after the 18.5 point bet, I said, I'm done. This one's over. 
Uh, Dallas, just bigger, faster, stronger. The New York Giants couldn't protect Daniel Jones in any way whatsoever. The offensive line was terrible. And they spent a lot of money on that offensive line. The defense wasn't that good. The special teams were horrendous. Uh, the Giants actually drove the field to start the game. Then they got the kick blocked, and that led to the New York Giants uh, giving up a blocked kick for a touchdown. And then there was a pick six, I believe. Um, and then the the Giants defense played okay early on in the game. I think they gave up field goal, field goal, touchdown. But the offense put them in such bad positions, which is a terrible game by uh, the whole team, terrible coaching job by Brian Dable. They did not look ready for that game at all. So now it leads us to Monday Night Football, ESPN, 8-15 kickoff here. Buffalo Bills versus the New York Jets. Aaron Rodgers versus Josh Allen. Apparently, Josh Allen has a great relationship with uh, Aaron Rodgers, all that, blah, blah, blah. That's the storylines coming out of the game. The Jets are healthy. Mekhi Becton and Dwayne Brown were all questionable coming into this game. They are all going to play. Same thing with Brees Hall. So both teams are healthy on uh, on both sides there. New York Jets last year, I think the biggest thing with them is they didn't have the quarterback. So you can't really say this team isn't good. They were lead on defense the entire season last year. Let's look at some numbers here, courtesy of coldhardfootballfacts.com, my favorite place to look at all sorts of stats and analysis. If you want to check that out, go over to coldhardfootballfacts.com here. But when you look at the Buffalo Bills, last year in the quality stats power rankings, the Bills ranked second overall, the Jets ranked 19th. But again, you can't look at these numbers from last year in terms of the Jets offense because it's, it's widely different. Now you have a quarterback in Aaron Rodgers, a, a reputable quarterback. But defensively, the New York Jets, you know, they were very good. Um, you obviously have the second-ranked, let's see, first-ranked defensive pass rating. So they're the best team against the pass when it came to efficiency. Um, Sauce Gardner, huge reason for that. All-pro in the uh, secondary rookie of the year. He was very, very good last year as a rookie. He's only going to get better. They were top 10 defensive hog index. They were very good in the front seven. And they were second in total team yards allowed. So that includes special teams as well. So they were great in two of three phases. But when you're not great on offense, it's very hard to win. You look at their offensive numbers last year. They were 32nd in offensive pass rating, 31st in quarterback rating that's why they brought in Aaron Rodgers so the better team overall the team we know more about coming in this football game is definitely the Buffalo Bills it's not the New York Jets Um, but the Jets have a lot of potential coming into this game just because now they do have the quarterback so when I look at this game spread wise I'm going to go with the New York Jets plus two I'm going to take the New York Jets on the money line here's my biggest reason for it it is the anniversary of 9-11 and I know we got to play that if we're playing the narrative up this is the Jets game to lose, even though they're the underdog, but it's the it's the uh, it's the 9/11 anniversary. The biggest reason, or one of the biggest reasons too, is the schedule that they have after this Week One game. So they open up with the Bills, and that's tough. But then they go to the Cowboys. They have to play the Cowboys in Dallas next week. Then they play the Patriots at home, who they haven't beaten in years. Then you get the Chiefs at home, and I'm not saying the Chiefs aren't beatable without Travis Kelsey because they did not look good in the opener, but. You got the Bills, Cowboys, Patriots, Chiefs. Then you go at the Broncos, which you should win that game with these, especially after what we saw from the Broncos yesterday. Couldn't score, same problem. Sean Payton is an America worker. Then you got the Eagles at home. Then you're at the Giants. So you should beat the Giants. But again, the Giants are better than what they showed last night. So I can't say that. Then you're going to play the Chargers. Then you play at the Raiders and the Bills. The schedule does not get easy till the back half. And then you get the Dolphins, too. The schedule does not get easy until the final one, two, three, four, five, six, five games. Falcons, Texans, Dolphins, Commanders, Browns, and Patriots. So you can beat the Browns, you can beat the Commanders, probably split with the Dolphins, you beat the Falcons, and you beat the Texans. So um, from November 24th on, they should go, let's say, one and one with the Dolphins games, two and one, three and one with the Falcons and the Texans, four and one with the Commanders, five and one with the Browns. Patriots, I think they split the season series with the Patriots, so let's just call it 
six and one, we'll give that one to them. But in the front half of the schedule, if they lose to the Patriots and they didn't win tonight, I think they lose to the Bills. Or no, I, I think they beat the Bills. But if they lose to the Bills, they're on one. Go down to Dallas, probably going to lose that game. You're on two. If you're splitting with the Patriots, you're on three. You go to the Chiefs, you're on four. Now you beat the Broncos, you're one and four. You lose to the Eagles, you're one and five now. At the Giants, two and five versus the Chargers in a shootout game. I mean, two and five, let's say worst case is you're two and six. I'll give you the Raiders game. You split those. Now you're three and six. Now you're three and six facing the Bills. So you're three and six going into the second half of the season. This is a game that the Jets need to win. If I think they're going to split with the Bills. They're going to beat them at home tonight. Um, so I would take plus three and a half and plus two. Again, the, the the picks on this game are very split across the board. Some people are with the Bills. Some people are with the Jets. I did like the Bills originally in this game, like back in the offseason. But right now I'm just seeing the narrative. I'm seeing how the Jets are healthy, the offensive line. They have the weapons. They have a very good quarterback, and they have an elite defense. So there's no reason to say that they can't win this game. Another thing that they've done really well with the Buffalo Bills over the years is they've been able to contain Josh Allen and he's forced him to use his legs and they have to shut down the legs obviously but they haven't been beaten over the top a lot with that long ball by Josh Allen I think there's going to be some big plays tonight especially to Stephon Diggs down the field but the way the Jets play defense with their safeties they're very good at limiting the long ball so as long as they can limit the pass interferences down the field, not give up the big play, I think they're going to be just fine. If you're looking at the New York Jets on offense, I think they're going to try to slow this game down, slow the pace down totally. I don't think they want to make this a shootout. I think they want to control clock and control the pace of the game. I mean, Aaron Rodgers works best when he's operating in play action. He's just picking apart defenses, coming to the line, reading the defense, changing the play. And I think he's going to have a lot of freedom to do that tonight as well. So if, if the Jets do win this game, and I did bet the Jets on the money line, but if they do win this game, this is the one that it's the Aaron Rodgers takes over the game, you know, third down conversions, breaking the back of the Bills defense, breaking their will. That's what I think we're going to see in this football game. So with the pace of the game, knowing the pace of the game is like that, I think the under 45 and a half to move. First of all, primetime unders. I'm always going to lean towards primetime unders. But both defenses in the spot are very good. The Bills are great on offense, but Josh Allen is turno- Josh Allen is turnover prone. The Bills are very aggressive, too. If they cross the 50 and they're in fourth and three or short, they're tending to go for it. That doesn't always lead to points, especially against a really good defense. So I don't see Sean McDermott pulling up and taking points. I think he's coming in to win this football game, and that can lead to some mistakes. Uh, so for the Jets defensively, again, they were lead on defense. They didn't give up big plays. Same one for the Buffalo Bills last year. Defensive real quarterback rating, how well they defended opposing quarterbacks. They were fourth in the NFL. Um, they were fifth in defensive passer rating, so they didn't give up long plays through the air, and they were a top 10 rush defense. Now, the Jets were not great against the run last season, unfortunately, but that only helps the under, too, because if the Bills do choose to attack them like that, we're going to see the clock continue to tick here. So I think under 45 is the move. It could be tight. Again, like I look at the Patriots game yesterday. I had the under in that one. There were some mistakes early by the New England Patriots, and I don't think there will be as many mistakes in this one. I think there, it's two seasoned offenses and two season, you know, two seasoned quarterbacks, I should say. The Jets still have something to prove on offense. But uh, the Patriots' first two series of the game, it was two turnovers, a lot of points. That was the under right there. The, the, you know, It's just a bad beat, but I still believe the under was the right side. I think the under is the right side in this one. Both teams last year, 8-9 against the spread, too. Um, as well, Jets were more of an under team just because good on defense, terrible on offense. So that's something to look at there. Under 45 and a half, and then Jets money line. I know uh, Matty Betts on TikTok, if you watched him, he's parlaying every dog with every under this year, I believe. I think that's that's been a profitable trend over the years. So if you wanted to look at that, under 45 and a half plus with the uh, Jets plus two, go for it. 
Um, that will come out to plus 238. If you want to go money line and the under on the Jets, that would be plus 267. I will play them separately there. Um, okay, so then we have some props to talk about. I think a couple props here. I do like Aaron Rodgers to go over 234 and a half passing yards. Um, it's not my favorite play in this game, but it kind of pairs with my favorite prop, which is Garrett Wilson over 68 and a half or 69 and a half, depending on where you're getting it. I'm seeing 68 and a half on DraftKings. I'm seeing 69 and a half on FanDuel right now. I think this number will continue to creep up. And I wouldn't play it much higher than 69 and a half, but I, I think this is very doable for Garrett Wilson. When you look at what the Jets were doing in training camp and all that, every single time that Aaron, not every single time, but the majority of the time Aaron Rodgers was throwing the football to Garrett Wilson, they were chunk plays. Um, they were 20-yard chunk plays down the field. Um, so that's, that's another thing to look at there. Garrett Wilson over 69.5 receiving yards. Probably one of my favorite plays in this game. I, I would stay away from Stephon Diggs. Again, he's he's good enough to hit his over with 69.5 on a deep ball. Um, but I don't think he has the best night just because of how the Jets will play him. I think they'll play him very tough, and I think they'll limit the long ball there. So I think Garrett Wilson over 69.5 is the best bet here. Aaron Rodgers has already talked about him being the next Devontae Adams, and they watch film of the Rodgers-Adams connection with uh, Nathaniel Hackett back in the day when they were in Green Bay together, and Aaron Rodgers won back-to-back -back MVP. So Aaron Rodgers really having fun playing with Garrett Wilson. I think that's the reason to take the over of 69.5. Dalton Kincaid over 27.5 could be a viable bet too. Um, but my favorite prop, if I had to pick, it's over 69 and a half for Garrett Wilson. So in conclusion here, I think the Jets need to win this game. That's the biggest reason. They need to win this game. High emotions, 9-11 in New York. Uh, the storyline here is that the Jets have Aaron Rodgers. Now they have the quarterback. Now, a lot of times these big-time hype teams don't always live up to it. In this case, I don't know if they will or not, but I do think they start week one strong. Um, just looking at their schedule, looking down the barrel here, if they don't, it's not going to be a pretty season for the New York Jets because I'll tell you what, they're not running the table in the next seven weeks um, if they can't beat the Buffalo Bills tonight. Should be a great game. We'll see what happens here. But again, to conclude, Jets money line under 45 and a half. And then um, Garrett Wilson over 69 and a half receiving yards. Those are the three plays from the Ride the Line podcast today. Grant is going with the under of 45 and a half. And I believe he's taking Dalton Kincaid. Don't quote me on that. Let me see. Grant is taking. Grant is taking. Lazard over 36 and a half receiving yards. So he's on the Jets connection there as well with Lazard. I think that's a really good play too, just because you look at Gary Wilson, if the Bills are going to key on one guy, it's going to be him. Um, and then Alan Lazard has that connection with Aaron Rodgers already. So I think that's a, uh, I do think that's a good play by Grant there. So those are his two official bets. Anyways, guys, we're going to sign off here for my line. Make sure you subscribe to the show, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, and we will see you on Wednesday for another episode. Thursday night football picks incoming then. See you soon. <laughs>